MLB playoffs are here. Yes, they are, but I'm not sure how that's relevant. Best for we, coming you, from a biased opinion. You realize we player. we have a fantasy football podcast, yeah. correct? Yeah, we can do. We could have, should have done a fantasy baseball one. We can do. We can do that next year. Exactly. We could do. We could do a baseball playoff special. Okay. You guys, you guys listening out there, let us know if we should do a baseball. We'll get special. it out as fast as we can once we get the comments. You think we should just do it after the wild cards? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did you think I was talking about? I, you said wild card, and I just don't know what was in my head. All right. Uh, but we're back week week five for fantasy football. We got your starts, your sits. Got a lock of the week, and like I said last week, I'm expect I'm. I'm excited for what kind of rant we got out of you today. So I actually don't know what I'm going to talk about today. You know, it'll come naturally. It will. You can figure it out. I uh, would like to apologize, first of all, for my starts. I can't control injuries. T. Higgins and Javante Williams both did get mm-hmm. injured. So you can put that blame on me, but just know you can't control injuries. So. Yeah, and that happened to me too. I had Musgrave, and then he got hurt in the second quarter. So. I did give you two good starts. I did say, eh, I mean, just Jared Goff did, eh, I think he got like 15 points. On on the other side of that, I gave you guys some amazing starts. I had C.J. Stroud, who put up 21. Yeah. I had Nico Collins, who put up 32. That whole Texans offense. I had Kamara, who put up 15. And I had the Seahawks defense, who put up 32 points. So you guys I mean, are welcome Bucks, for that. The Bucks pick didn't do bad either. They did pretty. No, good. the Bucks did actually pretty yeah. good as well. I think they put up. Um, well, also with my sits, Deshaun Watson got hurt, so he didn't play. So, mm-hmm. so injuries were the name of the game with me. Yes, it and injuries. I mean, you can't control that. It does hurt, but it is what it is. Uh, but start of the week. You want to start off with your start for quarterback this week? I can start off. I got Josh Dobbs going against the Cincinnati Bengals. I like that pick. He's got an average matchup, but the most important part is Cincinnati looks terrible right now. They're sitting at a solid 1-3. and three. And people thought they would be probably the best team. We, we expected them to be at least 3-1 and one at this point. Uh, but that being said... Uh, Josh Dobbs has put up an average of 20 or more in the last three weeks. And going against a Cincy defense who is definitely a little deflated, Mm -hmm. I don't see how Dobbs can be a bad pick for this week. I do like that pick because he has been going off ever since that video of him not being able to get his jersey. (laughs) That is true. That that video was pretty funny. He does have something to prove. News did. They have printed his jersey, so we're all good there. Um, for my quarterback, I have Sam Howell. Okay. He's playing against the Bears. Sam Howell has had a rough couple of weeks, but he is going against a Bears defense that made Russell Wilson look good. So if you can make Russell Wilson look good, I think it's pretty good to pick whoever's playing him that week. Well, I think the Bears are just the uh, the sad story of the NFL. I remember when people were saying they were going to win the Super Bowl, they were going to make the playoffs. Like That's just crazy. Now look at them. Well, that's kind of what happens when you trade a first-round pick for Chase Claypool. And then and they're going to be trading Chase Claypool. He's not even with the team right week now. Week four, you tell him, sit at home. We don't want you here. And once he, 
Hey, I heard three teams are interested. I heard it was the Eagles, the Chiefs, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And if he goes to the Chiefs and Eagles, watch him just all of a sudden pop off. Well, that's that's what happens. I mean, those top caliber teams just know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, for my, do you want to start with running back, or would you uh, like? To I'll start for running back. Okay. So if Jonathan Taylor is able to play, I expect a big week as he is consider, uh, considered one of the best running backs in the league by most people. Mm-hmm. And they're going against a Panthers team that hasn't won a game yet this season, as they should have beat the Vikings last week. Yes. yes so I think so. they're just deflated right now. So. Fair enough. Uh, personally, I have James Cook of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's going against Jacksonville. Um, and it's an average matchup. Jacksonville is number 11 against the running back, but uh, Cook has had 12-plus carries, or he has had 12-plus points in the last three weeks, and I want to say he sits around 12-plus carries anyway. Um, he had his first touchdown of the year last week. Uh, they That Buffalo team has really good momentum coming off a win against the Dolphins. Uh, I think they're just going to get ahead of that of Jacksonville, especially with how good that offense is, and they're just going to hammer the ball. Are you are you not concerned about the Bills having to go to, where is it, London they're playing at? I don't I don't really think so. Because th- the Jags already had that advantage. They, they're staying there because they played last week there, so they're staying there. So they're already used to the time and I, sleep schedules already. I think, if anything, it's better for the run game generally because I feel like – passing is like less conservative than running the ball and if you watch that Buffalo Miami game you saw how once they got near like once they got within the 10 or the 5 they just hammered the ball in with the run they I mean they didn't even attempt any passes so I think if they can keep that momentum even though they're going to London I think Buffalo and James Cook will have a good shot at putting up a good week who do you have for your wide receiver for my wide receiver, I have Garrett Wilson of the Jets, who overall has been sort of a uh, interesting story fantasy-wise. But um, he's coming off a tough loss against the Chiefs, and now they're going to go up against Denver. And Denver has allowed 35.9 points in half PPR against opposing wide receivers. With Zach Wilson kind of coming into his own form last week, if he can keep that up, expect a target share for Wilson, and I think he'll put up a solid performance with at least a touchdown. Um, I have Jalen Waddle. He's going against the Giants this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Giants defense sucks. That they have the worst scoring offense, so that's going to put their defense in terrible positions, mm-hmm. field position wise. Uh, Dolphins have. I don't know if it's updated, but they had the number one scoring offense last week, mm-hmm. after last week. And Jalen Waddle hasn't been what he was advertised at the start of the season. He had he got injured, had a few off games, but definitely going against a bad Giants defense, I would start Jalen Waddle. Just a bad Giants team, team in yeah. general. After that loss, seeing Brian Dable get pissed, throw the tablet, Daniel Jones, it's... When Ben McAdoo, their old Giants coach, says he had Daniel Jones rated as a seventh-round pick coming out of the draft, I mean, I don't know how much you can trust that team. Well, I think it's just 
that team is also kind of like the Bears where it's like they had a lot of potential. And I think coming off of like having a playoff performance last year to whatever train wreck this is, I mean, it's just really con- – I don't want to say confusing because it's the Giants, but like concerning because they're not even going to make a playoff push, and I don't think they're going to be close. I just – just got news. Cooper Cup has returned to practice. Has he? Has returned to practice. So I don't know if that affects Puka Nakua or I Cup, th- whatever you think. It'll take his target share down, but I think that like Stafford, the way that Stafford works in his offense is Stafford makes really like close one-on-one connections with one specific guy when he was in Detroit. It was Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. When he came to L.A., it was Cooper Cup. I- so... I mean, Odell had his time in L.A. I think not only does it hurt Nakua just a little bit, but I think Cooper Cup coming back elevates Matt Stafford so much more. And that Rams offense, which is... It's not bad. Not bad at all. They had a good run game last week. Mm-hmm. That team is 2-2 two and two right now. I only not see them... Not where people expected. People probably expected them to be one of the worst mm-hmm. teams. I think that team has a good shot at continuing to play well. Obviously, they're not going to beat the Niners for the division. They but may I think sneak into a wild card. They might sneak into the, the sixth or the seventh seed. Fall, right. mm-hmm. Especially since the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seahawks are having a weird year. Yeah. They just don't look – like, they're winning games. They just don't look good when they win them, though. Mm-hmm. But I think the Rams do have a solid shot at – if they keep up their momentum, especially coming off an overtime win – Mm-hmm. I think that they can win. If they're around 500 and get to a six, at the seven. Trade, day, trade deadline, do you think they sell and get as much as they can for Donald and Cup? Or do they try to buy again and try to win a Super Bowl like they did a few years I, ago? I guess the problem is what are you going to buy with? Yeah, because you don't really have any more draft picks because you sold all of your draft picks. So at that point, I think you just sell and get as much as you can from – Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and whoever you have on that. I, I guess it depends on what your record is, right? If you're sitting about 500, you might consider selling. But if you're a little over, you honestly might just stay where you are. But would it be worth it? Because you know they don't have a chance at winning the Super Bowl. No, they, re- they really And that don't. just hurt. I don't know if they – they probably don't have their draft pick, but if they do, it just hurts their draft position even more so mm-hmm. and if they're winning might as well just sell them high while you can too so that's an interesting point i don't know what the answer is i guess that's for the front office to decide not us but maybe we ask owen long and see what he thinks i think we'll have to do that yeah yeah, yeah. uh all right so would you like me to go next all right <laughs> tight ends all right tight ends. what about um I have Jake Ferguson, the tight end in Dallas, and they're going against San Francisco. Uh, I will admit that San Francisco is somewhat of a hard matchup. Uh, They're average around 6.8 against opposing tight ends, I think. But um, Jake is clearly the number one tight end in that offense. He's got a primetime game on Sunday, and he's averaging 7.7 and half PPR. So, if he can maintain the connection that he has with Dak, I think that Jake Ferguson is a solid start. And if you are, again, 
if you're kind of sitting at a tight end spot where you're kind of unsure. Like, I know for people who had, like, Fryer move, that yeah. tight end position was probably a little risky, but that's... He's definitely on the waiver wire, probably. Mm-hmm. I can check what he's sitting at right now. And as for my tight end pick, I have Kyle Pitts. I think this is the week Kyle Pitts breaks out against the Texans. Really? I mean, for how he's been in the league for three years now, and everybody's been top tight end in the league, top tight end in the league. I think this is the week that he shows us. Destin Ritter plays average, and he leans towards Kyle Pitts this week, and I think Kyle Pitts gets you about 12 points. Are you worried about John U. Smith? Yes, because that um, target share it was, like, split. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Pitts is the best athlete on that team besides Oh, absolutely. Bichon. Absolutely. Like, and if the Falcons aren't going to use him, they should just trade him to the Dolphins or somebody that will use him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but back to Ferguson. Ferguson is owned in 30% of leagues right now. And he these last weeks, he's put up 8.6, 7.3, and 11.2, respectively. So I think he's got a good shot at putting up some solid numbers. So defense. Defense. What I about have, him? <laughs> Wait, I have flex. Um, Miami Dolphins. Oh, they may be the third ranked uh, worst defense in the league, but they are going against the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins defense has stars. They just haven't performed like they're expected to. They have Wilkins, Holland, X, Jerome Baker. They just haven't performed like we're usually used to seeing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my defensive pick, I have the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they're going up against New England, which has not looked good at all. Um, New England is allowing 13.25 fantasy points against opposing defenses, if that makes sense. Uh, now, the Saints, they have allowed a lot of points, but they make up for it. They average about three sacks a game. They have five interceptions on the year. I think the Saints offense will get you a reasonable amount of points against New England this week. Who do you think uh, the Patriots start at quarterback? Ooh, I don't know. Personally, I think they should start Jones, even though he's, like, you know, not the best. But I think Zappi will start. I think Mac Jones is the definition of mid. Like That's fair. Like, he is... The ultimate game manager, if you have weapons, he'll be able to play with them. But if you don't have anybody on the outside, he just looks bad. Mac Jones is what Tom Brady was projected to be. Yeah. Because Mac Jones played at that explosive, crazy Alabama offense, so it made him look good. Mm -hmm. You could say the same about Tua, but Tua has really shown this year and last year that that just wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. Same with Jalen Hurts when he played at Alabama. And we haven't seen that output yeah. from Jones. No, I You totally may have agree. a game like here and there, but it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is scary, especially as a dynasty league guy. But um, all right, why don't we move on to sets of the week. Uh, at quarterback, personally, I have... Trevor Lawrence, uh, he's going up against Buffalo, and 
that Buffalo defense against opposing quarterbacks has been very good. In fact, they are the best. They average 9.6 fantasy points against. Uh, Lawrence has been lackluster all year, averaging 15 points a game. I don't see how Jacksonville can put up a, a solid enough fight against that Buffalo team. They just have so much momentum. They have so much going for them. And having the hardest matchup of the week, um, I don't think Trevor Lawrence can do anything to stop Buffalo. I have Daniel Jones. I did say start the Dolphins defense, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones just looked terrible he has. last week. Mm-hmm. And having your coach throw an iPad in anger of your play just doesn't look good. Well, you know, it's it's something to say when Daniel Jones, week one, he had four points. Uh, week two, he had 30. Granted, he was going up against Arizona. Uh, and then he went up against the Giants and the Seahawks, and he put up four and nine, respectively. So Daniel Jones has just been... Very, very lackluster he got the overall. Bag and dipped. Mm-hmm. He is going up against Miami, who has been not the best. Not the best against quarterbacks. But maybe this game will turn it around for that Miami defense. But it's also Daniel Jones, so let's mm-hmm. keep that in mind. White Michael he, Vick. He has thrown an interception in every game, and he averages one and a half interceptions. So. We will see about that. Uh, running backs, who do you have? Uh, Joe Mixon of the Bengals. Really? Okay. That Bengals offense is just not what we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may lean on the run now with T. Higgins being out, but with Jamar Chase saying he's open all the damn time, I'm thinking Joe Burrow takes that person <laughs> and he's going to air that MF out. To Jamar Chase and let him do his thing. Oh, I expected you to say bitch. Air that motherfucker out. Air that bitch out. Whatever you want to say. Fair enough. Um, and I think the Cardinals get a win here, so I think... Really? I'm a Cardinals believer now. I thought really? they weren't going to win a game, but honestly, they're playing gritty. They're the team that's first in, last out. Definitely would let you would let date my daughter type of team. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, the spread is uh, the Cardinals are projected to lose by three. See, at the start of the season, you would think that would be like at fifteen or something. Well, yeah. Also, granted, the Cardinals weren't projected to win a single game all year, so take that as you will. But they've been. They've been showing out. They're playing like they got nothing to lose because they have absolutely nothing to lose. Little baby right there. Yeah. What? We were supposed to do the music. How many music things we could add in? Oh damn it! We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in the playoff for MLB. I'll I'll remember. Ah. F- so. How did both of us forget? Viewers, on that? viewers, this is what me and Will were thinking. Here's my rant. We were gonna. Oh. We were gonna try to get as many like music lyrics and music titles and like that stuff into our podcast to see who could realize and who could drop the most. So check out our MLB special edition whenever we make that happen. See, now you're just advertising it. I I love that. Hey, you know. follow the Skirt Boys on all social medias. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, but yes. So, I mean, they're playing like they got nothing to lose, and they, they don't really have anything to lose. I mean, 
if if the Cardinals were thinking about tanking for Caleb Williams, Kyler's coming back now, and uh, we I'll are take that they back. already threw so much money at him that you might and as well go. My, it, I'm the Cardinals. I did say the Cardinals should tank, but now the Bears. If I'm the Bears, I'm tanking, trading Justin Fields so I can get Kale Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. You're set for the future. And then, honestly, I would trade DJ Moore. Get him out of there. Get as much as you can. <laughs> Just go full rebuild. Yeah. Well, I mean, sorry to sorry to move back onto this, but the interesting thing about the Cardinals is, is that it, barring the Niners game, because everyone knew the Niners were going to win, it was just a matter of how much, mm-hmm. the Cardinals realistically should be either 2-2 two and two or 3-1. and one. I mean, they absolutely choked against the Giants, and that Washington game was only a four-point loss. You also did choke that game. Yeah, if they if they play like you know reasonable teams, then who knows what the bar was for the Cardinals? Definitely not the playoffs, but better than we everyone. Six expected. seven wins, I think so. Well, I think you can get about four five wins with this team where it stands now. I guess it'll just depend on how Dobbs does compared to Kyler. If Kyler comes back fully performing and everything, I think you can expect some wins, but. You know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows with him? Uh, why don't we move on to my running back pick? I have Raheem Mostert of the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going up against the Giants, uh, which is obviously a good matchup. But last week he only had seven touches, and it's just a matter of who is going to be that RB one. I think it's the Devin A Chain and A Chain. You don't pronounce it like that. I, if you watch the game, I watched it's the game. Devin Achan. Never in my life would I expect it to be pronounced like that. I watched the game, but I still need to get adjusted. Let's just I say mean, it like yeah, that. I didn't expect it to be pronounced like that. But as we were saying, Achan is that RB one. He's taken over that spot. Uh, it's a scary outlook for most certain general. And I think if you're in that position as a as a manager, if you do own Mostert. I think now is the time to sell high. Get as much as you can. And get, get a, as much as you can because A-Chan, A-chan yeah. is taking over that offense. Don't side-eye me like that. You're disrespecting one of my dolphins. My apologies. My apologies. Uh, I'll move on to the wide receiver pick of the week, which might be a little bit of a shocker. I have Romeo Dobbs. I mean, I said that last week. Of the Green Bay Packers. Now... Is it because he just scores touchdowns and he doesn't actually get receptions? No, 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 no. Um, Dobbs had a amazing target share. I want to say he had nine catches last week, much to the dismay of you. But uh, he's gone up against Vegas. But I think my concern for Dobbs is that he's got a fully healthy Christian Watson coming back. Uh, Jordan Love has been playing well, but... I think having your wide receiver one back, it's kind of like a Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua situation Mm -hmm. where we'll just have to see what happens there. But personally, I'm a little bit weary. I think if you can play him at flex, it'd be okay. But, you know, it's still a risky. He's still probably solid. I mean, he's still obviously a solid wide receiver three flex guy. But going forward, and especially in this week, I would, if you can, put him on your bench. Um, so you were talking about Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. My sit of the week is going to be Puka Nakua. Interesting. I wow. Just, 
Cooper Cup was the best wide receiver before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And I don't – I think Matthew Stafford, they may not have that connection like they haven't had that connection yet this year, but mm-hmm. when they had that connection last year and two years ago, it was something crazy. He was – every single play, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup. It was. That's what Puka was. So I don't know if Cooper Cup is going to play this week, and if he does, I don't – so yours is more of a... Uh, if Cooper Cup plays, I would be cautious of putting Puka in a starting... I would put him at flex. I just want to put him at a starting. I mean, you got to save that for the flex segment, my guy. It's, it, it just depends. It just depends. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you want to move on to your tight end, or would you like me to go? Oh, you can go. All right. I have Cole Komet of the Chicago Bears. He's going up against Washington... Uh, which is a terrible matchup. Like Trevor Lawrence, Washington is number 32 against opposing tight ends. Um, And I think the biggest factor here is that even though he had a good league last week, don't let those 24 points distract you from the fact that he had uh, six, six, and three points in weeks prior. And now that he has the hardest matchup for tight ends all year, I think Cole Komet is a pretty... Pretty easy set for me. So. Um, I have Evan Ingram of the Jags. Okay. And you did say he sit Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, same reason. That Bills defense is just insane. Mm-hmm. And Evan Ingram's either guy that pops off for like 25 points or he gets two catches for like five yards. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it's going to be one of those two catches from five yards type of game. Yeah, yeah I, I like that pick. And I think the, the interesting thing about that game in general is that the Bills are just projected to win by so much. And it, I don't know if it'll be a thrashing, but I think it'll be a defensive game, really. So even though I said that James Cook will be good, but if it's such a defensive holdout, especially in the past game, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, how about for sitting defenses? Uh, I guess I can start. Personally, I have the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Cardinals. We're ripping on the Bengals. We are absolutely ripping on the Bengals. And with decent reason, uh Arizona is number five to opposing defenses. Uh, they aver- they allow 3.25 fantasy points against. That Bengals team has not looked good at all. Um, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, again, playing like they got nothing to lose, they're going to show out. I think it'll be a close matchup, probably a decently scoring matchup. And I think that playing the Cincinnati Bengals is just – not a good idea this week. So I have my sit of the week is the Pats. Okay. Um, they have Matthew Judon out and Christian Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. They're going against a Saints defense that got Alvin Kamara back last week, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So I think with their two stars out, it's definitely going to be not fun to watch for your Patriots fans. Um. Well, I mean, the one good thing about the Patriots is that they got J.C. Jackson. He hasn't but looked good at all. He has year. not. Again, he hasn't looked good. But um, I think the the worst thing about the Pats as a defensive team is that they have two turnovers and they have a safety. 
and they have one pick, and they have one fumble recovery, and they have had zero turnovers in the last two weeks. I'm with you on this one. I would not start the New England Patriots. What if I just flex? What if I put him at flex? I don't understand. Put him at flex? My start for the flex is Jaleel McLovin. It's it's McLaughlin. Um, he, so ever since... Jaleel His name is Jaleel McLaughlin. McLovin. All right, I'm not... It's either that or Muhammad, and you pick McLovin. You could have called him Jaleel <laughs> Muhammad, I guess. <laughs> so... Uh, Javante Williams got hurt like we talked about earlier on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And most people would have thought Samandre Pirine would have took over as a starting running back the rest of the game. He looked flat, and when McLovin came in, he just tore up that Bears defense. So I think McLovin takes over the first. McLaughlin. The running back one of that Broncos offense, and definitely worth a start. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that pick. Um, So he put up 18 points last week. He's going up against a Jets offense. Um, and even though he didn't have, like, necessarily, like, the carries or the yardage, he was very explosive when he did get the ball. Um, so I think that's, I think that's a good flex, flex pick. All right. Uh, we're locks gonna, of the week! We're going to move on to locks of the week. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, personally, I have the Chiefs. They're going up against a Minnesota team who has basically been the opposite of the Minnesota team that was there last year. Um, they're losing in a lot of one-score position games, so they just had the tides turned on them. The spread is four points. I think that Chiefs offense comes out really explosive, and I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs spread to win the game, especially if Taylor Swift's going to be there. And the player's going to play, 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 play. Because it off. we Shake all it know off. that I stay up too late. The NFL wants Travis Kelsey to win. So yeah, they, they changed the whole profile, like banner or whatever on Twitter. Well, they had to change it because they got so much backlash, too. I stay up too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Uh-huh. <laughs> Will's just smiling right now. Uh, my lock of the week is the Saints over the Pats. Mm-hmm. The Saints are favored by one point. And as I talked about, the Pats have two of their best defensive stars out. So definitely favorable for the Saints. Mm-hmm. I, I like that pick. I, again, especially with how that quarterback room is looking right now, I don't think you can put the Pats in any sort of position to win. Um, and the Saints haven't looked too terrible. So I think going against New England is a good pick. And so for our parlay... We have the Chiefs spread and the Saints spread. You put in $100, you win 272 So that is the Skirboys spread. Uh, like I said and got rudely interrupted last week, um, gamble responsibly, and this is not gambling advice. I'm pretty sure we have to say that legally, but I'm not 100% sure. But Which is why I was a little upset when you were like, but you could win so much. They know what meme I'm talking about. I, I, you would think. Kanye <laughs> made her famous. <laughs> Say the NFL made her famous. But uh, Travis Kelsey and Kanye made Taylor Swift famous. Put that on record. You're, you're gonna you're gonna leave this podcast with not a lot of listeners or not a lot of friends, and I'm not <laughs> sure which. But uh, 
we will have you guys back week six. Uh, thank you guys. Oh, for hold, hold on. I need some help with my immaculate grid. Who do you have for the Raisin Reds? Dude, I'm still recording. <laughs> All right, Skirboy's out. <laughs> <laughs>